So, it's been a while. Um, I think it's been about three weeks since I recorded a new episode. I miss y'all. So, here I am. Um, October has been super busy. I took a course learning about internal examinations for pelvic floor, and it was amazing. Um, it was in New York. I brought my mom. That was super fun, super stressful because New York is just filled with traffic and I'm not used to that. So, and my mom's not a great passenger. So that was interesting. Um, today I want to talk about toddlers. So I've kind of talked about, um, babies and you know, how they rule your life and then about moms and how they take care of themselves and all of that. But today I want to talk about toddlers. Toddlers are aliens. They're the devil. They, you know, they build up their own personality. Um, They're learning to talk more. They're learning to get more opinions. They're learning to tell you off and roll their eyes, stomp away from you, spit at you. Um, They're climbing all over you. And... Like, you have no control sometimes, and sometimes I just truly, genuinely don't know what to do with them. Now, my son's five, and my daughter's three, and now I kind of remember my son being a little turd, you know? He would do some things that he necessarily totally didn't understand that he wasn't supposed to do, but he kind of knew, you know? But I feel like my daughter is just a whole new level of not listening, of not caring, and not just giving a shit about what she does and what the consequences are. And I don't know if I've just erased it from my mind of how Tedwin was at that age, but I feel like it's a lot worse with her. And maybe it's worse with girls, maybe it's worse with your second one, or maybe it's just her, you know? You know, sometimes I think those myths of oh, your second one is worse, or your first one, if it's, you know, sweet and sleeps a lot, your second one won't, or, you know, it's just a girl thing, that they're independent. Sometimes I think it just depends on the person, their personality, and who they end up being, and I think that's the case with her. Like, she's just going to be a queen. She's going to be a CEO of a business one day, and she's going to be the boss-ass bitch, And she's already telling me at three years old. So I don't know how I'm going to handle this, but I feel like I'm going to be able to get through it. I don't know. But so, for example, I mean, do your kids copy you? Because they sure as hell copy freaking me. And I probably need to tone it down on my cursing because the other day we're sitting there and we're doing um, this bead craft, right? Me, Tedwin, and Olivia. And Tedwin's minding his own business. He's pretty sweet, I'm not going to lie. He's just minding his business, you know? And Olivia just out of nowhere hits him in the back, says, You stop it, you little effer. (laughs) And she says the whole word. And then she spits at him. Like, just like a little small spit, because she's only three. She can't really totally spit at him. But I was just baffled. I didn't even know what to do. Like, I told her it was rude and it wasn't nice and like I had her apologize and all of that but I was just like where does this even come from like I don't spit at people I don't cuss at people I will cuss 
you know, around her, but I don't call anybody you little effer. And so I'm just like, what in the world? And then, um, Colby decided, well, I had my, one of my workshops, so I'm doing local workshops in Durant. If you're listening and you're local, check them out. I'm doing different topics over the pelvic floor and how it connects to yoga, pregnancy, postpartum. I'm going to do a postpartum support group, um, like a parent support group type deal, just different topics. So go online and check it out. Um, anyway, so I had a workshop and Colby had the kids, right? Well, Tedwin had an event at his school. So I was like, yeah, you should probably go. Cause we went to Olivia's event. It was a fall event. And I was like, Tedwin probably wants to show around his school and, you know, see all of his friends outside of school hours. And so Colby was like, yeah, yeah, I'll go. So he goes and you should have seen his face afterwards. Like they ate him alive. Olivia apparently grabbed his glasses and threw him across the gym. So can you just imagine like you're blind and there's thousands of people in this gym doing this fall festival thing. And he's just like trying to search for his glasses, hoping they're not break. They're broken for one, you know, and then just also keeping an eye on the kids at the same time. And then later on, she bites him. I'm like, oh my gosh, he's like telling me the story after my workshop where I am like, oh my gosh, my workshop went so good. It was amazing. People asked good questions. They were in tune with what I was saying. And then he's just over here like, okay, this is what happened. And you're going to put the kids to bed by yourself tonight. (laughs) I'm like, okay, fair enough. Um, Yeah. And then, you know how that people say, oh, when are you going to have another kid? Oh, you know, kids do so much better when they have a sibling, blah, 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 blah. You know what all my kids do? The damn sibling love or whatever. All they do is fight. All they do is fight. I am grabbing something from somebody and then the other one scratches the other one. And I'm like, no, stop. Or Olivia puts her her foot in Tedwin's face. Or Tedwin's kicking her in the back. And I'm like, constantly getting on to both of them all the time and I'm like y'all are supposed I made both of you so you could play with each other (laughs) I had you close so you could be close in age and you know be friends and obviously I know like at some point they will get closer whatever maybe when they're older but right now I'm like y'all are supposed to entertain each other what's happening and why am I having to get on to you every two seconds and entertain you 24-7. Like y'all are old enough that you're supposed to be able to just play and let mommy rest for a moment. And I'm just baffled if that's not happening. And I just want to be everybody that said the siblings, oh, they'll play with each other. Oh, have them close in age. Oh, bullshit. Like it doesn't matter what age they are. It doesn't, it does not matter. They're going to fight. And they're also going to love each other. And that's just how it's going to happen. Same thing with cousins if they're around the same age. It's fun to see them play together. However, they also all fight. And when I tell people that I get um, toys for the kids, but I don't just get one. 
and I don't get different colors. I get the same one, get the same color, and then that way they can't fight over it. Because if you get a different color, you're thinking, oh, we can tell them apart. No, they're going to want the same damn color. They're going to want it because that's what Bubba has or that's what Sister has. And then, so you just get the same damn thing. Same damn color, same damn toy. Then you wrap their name on it. Then they can tell the difference between the two. But other than that, they're going to want the same thing. It could be a freaking Frisbee that has yellow and blue on it. And one has a check mark and one has an X. And the one that has an X, they're both going to want for some damn reason, even though it does the same damn thing. And then they're going to be playing swords one day and they're going to be running around the house. They're laughing. They're laughing. Every two seconds they're crying because the other hit the other. Well, guys, you're playing swords. What do you expect? And I can't help you. Like you just, you just got to deal with that. And then, like, on another note, in toddler age, how do you deal with when people are mean to your kids? Like, like I said, Tedman's five, so he's in kindergarten. He rides the bus to Boys and Girls Club, and there's kids that are mean to him on the bus. And I'm like, just punch him. Or, I don't necessarily say that. Like, I tell him, you know, tell them to stop if they don't, you know, tell the teacher, and then go from there. But, like, when he's on the bus, he's not allowed to stand up when it's moving, obviously. And if they're being mean to him, he can't go tell the bus driver. And I'm like, I don't even know what to say to him. How do you even know if whatever you do say to your kid, how do you know if it's the right thing? How do you know that however I am getting on to them, how do you know it's the right thing? You just, you don't. You just do it. And you hope that you're not doing it wrong you hope that you're doing the best that you can because you are doing the best you can but you hope that that is helpful to them in whatever way it needs to be but sometimes like I just want to tell them tell them to fuck off you know and then so today I told him I was like well he he has some kids that ask him why his fingernails are painted and I just tell him you know tell them that you like it and it's doesn't you know, change anything for them. It's not their business. It's on your body and you like it. And he does. And that's what he says to them, but he's getting tired of the questions. He, it's getting to him that he's being asked every day about his nails. And he's like, why can't they just leave me alone? And so my smart ass is like, tell him, screw off and then just keep going with your business. He said, you're teaching me to be a good human. And that is not nice. I'm like, shit, man, you are right. And I love that he repeats what I say to him and he remembers that because I do. I always say that. I'm like, you are a good human. Be kind, be loving, care for others, all of that. I'm like, now I'm eating my words because I'm trying to tell you to <laughs> screw these kids off and be like, you know, punch them or whatever because I just don't want my kid to be hurt. I just want them to be able to be whoever they are and love whoever they love and everybody just be kind and caring and but I know that's not the world that we live in. Sadly, we have parents that teach their kids that 
some things are wrong and some things are right. Some things are boy things, some things are girls things. And it's not just whatever the person likes is what they like and whatever they want to do, as long as it's not hurting anybody else, then it's okay. Even though that's the way it should be, it's just not how our world works. I hate that we have to accept this This is the world that we are bringing our kids up to and we can change how we perceive it and how we teach them to perceive the world but we can't change the world you know we can try a little bit at a time a little bit of learning and education bringing knowledge into people's lives and all of that but there's always going to be those people that hurt other people and they do it on purpose and I think that's the most thing that breaks my heart about having kids grow up in this world is that you know the world isn't happy glowy place like they grow up and look around and they see in their vision and I hate that it's not like that I hate that he's already seeing that people are unkind and they don't think before they speak and they don't accept everyone and they don't understand how to ground themselves when they are upset The other day, he had a friend that has some behavior issues, and he told me, he said, he she gets upset, or I can't remember if it was he or she, but they get upset, and he, he said, I don't think he knows that he gets overwhelmed, and I don't think he knows how to calm himself down, and I said, Well, you could always try to give him some of your tools that you use and see if those help him or her. And he said, that's a good idea. I try to help, but sometimes I don't know what to say. And it just like really tore at my heartstrings that he's already so in like, no, he doesn't necessarily totally know how he feels sometimes, but he knows when he gets overwhelmed. And I think that's the main thing of when kids get overwhelmed, get overstimulated. Sometimes it comes out in anger. Sometimes it comes out in tantrums. Sometimes it just comes out with them crying. They have no idea why. And when we ask them why, they can't explain it because they don't know. And the same thing happens with adults. Like we cry for no reason. We don't understand why. But it's because we're overwhelmed. It's because our socks are on cricket. It's because multiple things went wrong in amount of time that was unreasonable like one hour 10 things went wrong you know and sometimes that happens with kids like things don't go their way either where we're telling them no or uh, they drop a plate or they can't get their shoe on right stuff like that can make a kid's day harder it can make that hour that that all happened at once harder and then they can't get back to the calmness and be able to focus on whatever they're supposed to be doing we don't give them the benefit of the doubt that hey something might be wrong something might be upset that or going on that they can't communicate to us and sometimes we don't even give them the time to communicate that we don't ask them We're just like, okay, you should be doing this, and why aren't you doing this? We we, we don't even really expect that from adults sometimes, because adults, they sometimes are able to communicate what they need. 
But even when they're not, we just still like, oh, you know, they're having a bad day or whatever. Why can't a kid have a bad day? They can have bad days. They can have hard days. They can have days where people are just asking the same question about their fingernails all day, you know? And they're just annoyed by it by the end of the day. And I know Olivia, she she has bad days too. Like she'll come home and you can just tell that she is tired. Like she had a long, hard play day and she's just tired and that's okay for her. And then sometimes, you know, I don't know what it is. Sometimes they're just mean. And sometimes you can talk them through it. And, you know, the rest of the day is a little better. And sometimes it's just a rough day. And by the end of the day, you are ready for bedtime. That's kind of what my day was today. Even though I didn't even have them all day. Which even makes me more guilty that I didn't even have them all day. I'm not a stay-at-home mom. But I was ready for bedtime today. I was ready for them to go to sleep. And I only got, you know, from 4 o'clock to 8 o'clock. So I only got four hours with them and I was already ready for them to go to bed. It, it's so hard to be okay that it's okay if you're ready for bedtime. Even if you worked that day and you didn't see your kids until 4 p.m. or 5 p.m. It's okay that you're ready for bedtime because sometimes we get overwhelmed and we need that moment of peace, but there's no peace when they're awake. There's just not, and that is hard, and sometimes we have to find those grounding techniques of taking good inhales and exhales or doing just a few movements, exercises, or yoga in between the day And maybe your kid's, you know, climbing all over you. But at least you got some movement and your body will feel better than just sitting on that couch or standing at the sink and doing dishes all day. We have to pay attention to our bodies when we do get in that state of overwhelmingness. And at the end of the day, when we're ready for bedtime, when they're asleep and they are peaceful and And tell yourself, tomorrow will be a better day. Tomorrow I will find some grounding tools and some peace. And maybe some a little less guilt. And tomorrow will be a better day. For the kids, for yourself, for all of y'all together. And sometimes it'll be (laughs) just a rough day again. And when those days go back to back it is very very rough and you just want to scream and pull out your hair and just know that you're not alone know that toddlers are rough 10 year olds are rough teenagers are probably even more rough I don't know yet thank goodness but I am sure that they are really rough (laughs) because I know I was rough when I was a teenager so I can just imagine what Olivia will be she's already three going on 13 so I really don't want to imagine that actually so give yourself grace find some grounding techniques that resonate with you and help your kids find grounding techniques that can 
downtrain their nervous system when they are in fight or flight. Have them explain their feelings. Have them name it. Are they frustrated? Are they sad? Are they jealous? Are they guilty of whatever? What are those feelings? What does that look like for them? Have pictures, visuals, if that helps them point out what they are feeling. And then have, you know, pictures of what they want to feel like. And then if it's like a happy or just a calm, then ask them, what can we do to get there? What can we do to help you? What can you do to help yourself get to that point? And that's when they find those grounding techniques that work with them. And whatever works for you might not work for them. They might need something like squeezing a pillow. They might need to throw some stuffed animals to kind of get that anger out. They may need to do deep breaths. They may need a shower. So just trying to find different things that work for them and then also finding things that work for you will help both of you be able to calm down during the day. And them seeing you use those tools will be like, make them feel like, oh, you know what? Mommy has to do this. Daddy has to do this. And it's okay that I have to find some tools to calm myself. It's good. And I can name these feelings and realize what this feeling is next time I have it and figure out what I need to do to get to the place that I want to be, the calm, the happy, whatever it may be. Kids are a people too. Just because they're not adults doesn't mean that they can't have bad days and they don't need tools just like we do. Some adults don't even know that they need tools or they don't even know how to use them. So think about that. Be more aware of how your kid's feeling, how you're feeling, and how you can help them through those feelings and have those feelings because it's, they need to feel those feelings. They're exploring those emotions, but they also need to explore tools to help them with those emotions. So I hope this was not just a rambling episode and it was good to listen to. Um, I know it had been a minute, so I just kind of went off on a rampage because my day was rough with toddlers. So I hope you have a great day. Thanks for listening.